Previously on Crappy Castles. Travis, are you okay? I think I'm coming apart. How dare you do this to me? This is all your fault. Travis, why are you glowing? Oh my god. Ian of the Hills, I banish you. Also, you're fired. Oh my god. Royals and lead designer Ian of the Hills are tanking their adventure architecture firm, one failed project at a time. If you require their services, write them a letter, and they may build you one of their crappy castles. Travis, what's up? So sorry. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, oh. I, I'm so sorry. Here, uh, let, let me let me help you up. Um. Oh. Oh. oh thank, I, thank you. Thank. Uh, thank you. Oh. Um. Th- uh, th- thank you uh, for breaking my fall. Uh. Uh. It's not the first time. Yes. That's all right. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh. Who are you? Oh, uh, well, legally, Royal and Royal owns my actual name, so you are no longer employed by them, so I can't use this. But you can call me Company Man, or perhaps Co-Man, or Co. I haven't seen anyone in years. I don't have a good answer for you. I'm sorry. Okay, um, I'll just call you Co. Uh, I'm Ian, Sir Ian of the Hills. Um, I'm sorry, where are we? Oh, well... My manners, my goodness, it's been, uh, as I count scratches on the floor, it's been 17, 20 years, maybe? I don't scratch regularly. Uh, where are we? We are in what I believe to be a pocket dimension. Pocket? Um, created by the instability of the royal family's mental capacity. Mr. Mr. Royals, uh, Travis is, he's very stable. He's, you know, he's had a little ups and downs, but he's been, he's been getting better. He's been getting help. Oh, did you, I'm sorry, did you say Travis Royal? Uh, yes, Travis Royals Jr. How oh, is young Travis? Oh my goodness, the last time I saw young Travis, he was, he was riding his little unicycle everywhere. The young scamp, the seven, seven, eight years old. Whatever, whatever. How is he? What a charming thing to hear. You know, he's he's been he's been pretty well though. I I seem to have upset him and that's how I ended up here. Uh. Um tra- I mean, he's no longer a little boy. He's he's my boss. Oh, okay. He's working for the company. <laughs> I mean, he, he he owns the company. <laughs> I'm so- I'm so sorry. Did you? (laughs) The young young monster, Master, is working 
Wait! What? What? What happened? I'm so sorry. You've you've just blown my mind. Sorry, this, uh, you, I, you seem to have been here for a long time, and I I seem to have unsettled you. I I can I can come back later. To Travis, what happened to Mr. Master Royal Senior? He died. Um, oh. But but uh, he he came back. You know, being a powerful oh. lich and all that. But uh, oh. you know. Lawyers being what they are, you know, he didn't really have a clause for, you know, how long he had to remain dead. It just said in the event of his death, the company would, you know, revert to his son, Travis Royals Jr. And you worked there. Oh, no, I'm still employed for sure. Yeah, definitely. I am so sorry to hear that you... We're working under Travis Royal Jr. Oh, you poor man. The things you must have seen. Oh, we, I, we've done so many things. We've, we've made a lot of great dungeons. We, we finally finished Atlantis 3. They've made Atlantis 2? Oh, I mean, no! Well, well, Atlantis 2 was an unmitigated disaster. Oh, God! First there was flooding, then the ice froze. It was it was bad. It was all on the projections. And you know what? It doesn't matter. What matters is that you're here and that I have someone to finally eat. Uh, to meet. To meet. It's been a long time. Uh, to f- I am so grateful that young Travis sent you to presumably bring me back to work again. At Royals and Royals. Oh, is that is that what it is? That he needed some extra help, and so that's that must be why he sent me here. You know, we were in the middle of doing a a performance evaluation, and you know, he asked for me to evaluate his performance, and he seemed to get a little bit upset about it. But I assumed it was probably a bad gogurt. Oh, trust me, lactose intolerance does run in that family. I'm no doubt that that is exactly the scenario, and not that you challenged his sense of self-worth and made him introspective, and that he spiraled you into this dimension, as did his father when I was in a similar position, challenging that man. In a, I, I'm so grateful that here that is not the case. Is that how you ended up here, from Mr. Royal Senior? Oh, uh, let me look. Uh, I'm looking at the scratches just again. I think it was 20 years ago that is, I. Is it okay if I sit in the stool? I mean, it's the only, literally only the thing in only thing oh, in the room. Oh, sure. Sorry. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, My I sciatica, mean, you... but uh, but sure. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, um, and um, I did oh. notice that you have this microphone hanging down. What is that for? Oh, that was, uh, this room seems to be where the royals and royals dispose of all of their unantiquated technology and unnecessary broken furniture and this single stool. Unfortunately, no food. Hmm. Uh, You didn't bring any food, did you? Did you bring food? You tell me you brought food. I I have um, this leftover Gogurt that I took away from Travis before our episode. I would like the Gogurt. Please, it's all yours. I would you would you look away for a second? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Let me just. I'll, I'm just going to take a peek around and look over here. 
Yes. Yes, I like a go-gurt. Oh. You, you ate that, the packaging and everything on that, huh? Ian, do you realize what a privilege it is to chew? It is no. a privilege to chew. It is not a right. Do you ever look around the void that you've been in for 20 years and register that it is you and an amorphous cloud and a stool and that all you want to do is gnaw? To just let your teeth just sink into something to work your jaw in of the hills. Do you, you know what, never mind, it's not important. What is important is I really appreciated that Gogurt. Well, you know what's gnawing at me is you kind of referenced this um, spat that you and Mr. Royal Sr. got into. What was that about? Oh, it wasn't a spat. We were good friends. Oh, good friends. Travis and I are good friends, too. Oh, (laughs) young Travis having friends is a good change. But but his father, what a jewel. Yes, yes. Uh, We were building an amazing potential dungeon. We had received a request for something very exciting. Oh, are you a dungeon designer? Uh, That's what I do. Is it really? It is. Well, Royals and Royals is the preeminent dungeon designing company in the sphere. I'm sure it's still the same. Yeah, we, we're, mean, we're the second best one. Royal Senior built the company to be such a monument to dungeon building. I He really set the standard. His name is synonymous with success in dungeon building, and I am... certain that Travis is continuing the same legacy, the exact same exacting standards of quality. Well, there's... I'm um, sorry, your face. Tell your face. Why why are you making that face? Well, you know, it's uh, it's been a long time and there's been like improvements and magical uh, apparatus and uh, a reduction in the cost of uh, uh, spell components and things like that. So we've had a lot more flexibility to experiment a lot more. And so things have probably changed very dr- drastically. I mean, I wonder if you have the the dungeon that you wanted to design with Travis Royal Sr.? First of all, let me congratulate you. It just sounds like the company is even stronger and more successful now than it ever has been, which is a delight to hear. And may I say, this letter, which is literally the only thing I've had to read for the past 20 years, if time flows similarly here, is very important to me. Not just because it's the only thing I've had to read, but because the person who wrote it clearly, really was impassioned by Dungeonry. I want you to read this. And I, you know what? Actually, this would be a delight. Before I eat you, before I talk, before I show you around the space, I would love to have another just dabble in the dungeon building world. I'm just spitballing. What if we built a dungeon together 
<sighs> that you can take back to Travis Jr. when you take me back to work for Royal and Royal. Well, yeah, that would be great. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I'd be happy to read this letter. All right. Oh, this is a internal memo. I, I seems to be. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> From the desk of C.J. Pillings, Senior HR Coordinator. Mr. Royal, sir, the third quarters are looking great, but I think that they could be a little better in Q4. I was brainstorming with the team, and we landed on the idea of an employee fun day with one of our own fancy dungeons as the centerpiece. It will boost morale in the workers who do their job with zest, but more importantly, it can help trim the less than zesty employees who are perhaps holding the company back from its full potential. Let me know what you think and if we can make it work within the budget. Zestfully yours, CJ. Oh, well, this is very interesting. So, uh, we, um, and you said that this was the letter that created the rift between you and Travis Royal Sr., right? Rift is such a strong word, Ian of the Hills. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. What, 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 what I would expect happened is that he became impassioned when I questioned him about his relationship and views on his employees, which mm. were, I think I caught him at a stressful moment, which is totally understandable. But what seemed to happen was that he had a moment of introspection where he realized that all he had ever done was underpaid, outright used, and often murdered his employees, and seemed to show for a fraction of a second a shade of remorse, which, in retrospect, was not the right thing to inspire in him, because it seemed to make him unintentionally spiral me into the abyss, yes. Well, uh, uh, you know, based off of that description, I think that you'd be comforted to know that Royals and Royals has continued on the exact same way. So Travis Jr. has overcome all of his obvious deficiencies to become a successful leader, and the company remains at the top of its game, number one in its class, and sphere-renowned for its work, in Dungeon Ring. Uh, it's definitely sphere-renowned, yes. Anyway, look at this letter. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm assuming probably you probably felt that, I guess, the employees that they're referencing here that uh, were, um, quote-unquote, less than zesty. It says help trim them. Um, I guess they wanted, like, a haircut kind of dungeon to, to kind of freshen them up and make them feel like a new, fresh person and, you know, that they're, they are valued and to help them motivate them to work harder. Is that what you had in mind? Here's the thing. I trust that since Travis Royals Jr. has been guiding you and the company is more successful than it has ever been, that what we should do is follow your instincts. And so if this needs to be a physically barbering, perhaps health-improving dungeon, just an employee-strengthifying experience in all regards, that maybe that's the best way we go about it. I'm just, I'm just going to spitball here and say that we have something like, uh, upon entry 
There are whirling blades. Just whirling blades from all sides at head height so that they, they you know, what we're aiming for is a sweet uh, sort of bowl cut because that was in style when I was last uh, around. And, that, and you want to start with the haircut right at the very entrance of it then. See, I'm more of like a, a, a collect all the components and put them together dungeon designer, you know, like where they have to maybe like collect the two halves of the shears, you know, to bring them together, to bring it to the, you know, uh, magical arcane automaton to that would then, oh. you know, give them the refresh of their life. Yes. Yes. I see it. I see it. You're wrong. I see it. Let's do it. We should absolutely make them gather the components of their own hair cuttery. That builds teams. And that is what this dungeon is about. It's about teamwork, strengthening the company, and then beautifying it in a way that makes you look shockingly handsome. Perhaps maybe the, right upon the entrance, they see this beautiful automaton ready to wield these razor-sharp blades to trim them to perfection. Is the automaton built? Here's my suggestion. The mm -hmm. automaton has the haircut that is the ideal. Okay. That is Automatons, what is, famous for haircuts. Yes, and that automaton, was we will create one. Where the, the hairstyle on the automaton has everything that Royals and Royals believes in. Every company policy, every company ideal is included physically in the automaton's haircut. Just to make sure we're on the same page and that these, you know, ideals are the same. Uh, what would you say the top three goals and ideals are of Royals and Royals? Oh, I'm sorry. Has the mission statement changed? Royals and Royals is first and foremostly about, one, customer service. What they want is what we give. Senior Royal said it a thousand times. Customer service. The second pillar of success, quality. No expense spared. This haircut, vis-a-vis -vis this dungeon, will be everything that anyone would ever want. Customers ask for, for A, we give A, B, and C. And then we invent more letters. Okay, all right. I think that's where the runic alphabet came from. That is correct. We invented that. Three. The thing that drives us is passion for art. Our dungeon, our haircut, our automaton will be beautiful, functional, glorious. We will embody every one of these into its hair alone. So that so, if you looked upon it, you would envision the golden fleece, the apple of Adam and Eve. This will be perfect. I'm thinking it's probably in the form of like an owl bear. I love it. It's time for a short break. Free 
freeze time. Yeah, that's right. I just used my last freeze time spell gem to tell you that, hey, we're really glad that you're here and that you stuck with us for a year and you've been listening. And thanks so much to everyone that's been following us on social media like Instagram and TikTok at Crappy Castles. And an extra special thanks to everybody who has supported us at patreon.com slash crappy castles. We really couldn't have done this without you. And we're so glad that our fan base is uh, growing. And if you can, just tell a friend about it. Uh, We'd love to get more fans and more people listening. And uh, keep writing those letters. Uh, You can send them in at wellmet at crappycastles.com. And also, our uh, very special mystery former employee is our friend Adam Lowe. And you can follow him on Instagram at lowqualityentertainment. And that's L-O-W-E. And you can find all of his fun antics there. He does a lot of cool clowning and uh, juggling and stilt walking and things like that. I'm going to unfreeze time because I'm sure Travis is going to take me out of here any minute and um, I can resume my normal uh, work. I'm sure he's going to bring me back and we're going to get a raise and all of that good stuff. So uh, I'll see you guys on the other side. Well, I think we have to have rooms, and I imagine kind of this uh, beautiful, uh, right? Because we're going about the beauty, like this beautiful uh, circular room in the center. We have our uh, uh, owl bear automaton bearing the most beautiful, glorious haircut of uh, to represent royals and royals. And I think we probably have to have three rooms coming off of it. Oh, I mean, obviously we do. Uh, uh, what What would you say mm-hmm. is the first room to the left. Well, to the left, I think uh, we have to have these th- three rooms each represent all of the pillars of Royals and Royals. So the first one is going to be about customer service. So as the employees file through, and they will file through, like lemmings. So they enter the room. Let's say five into the room. Five into the okay. first room to the left. Yeah, and, and so uh, in your mind, you imagine this is, has um, trap or a mechanical scenario, or is there a particular uh, denizen that is in this room on the left uh, that is representing customer service that they maybe perhaps need to overcome? I love the idea. What I'm envisioning is an experience wherein the employees become the customers that will provide them with a level of empathy we will treat them as customers and they will face the worst of what consumerism has to offer so in my mind the way that we've been designing the dungeons is that probably what we do is we'd give them coupons like if travis jr was here he would probably say that we would give them coupons to be a customer and that anything that they purchase in there gets deducted from their paycheck beautiful idea they will enter the room with their coupons we will fill the room with posters of perfectly desirable objects in fact we will inso sell these posters so that every employee instantly must have one or die And then they will attempt to redeem their ticket for an item uh, only to be told uh, that that item is no longer available and or that deal is no longer valid. It ended uh, four minutes ago. Uh, And probably we should have this dungeon in Rhode Island where none of those coupons are ever valid anyways. 
Rodeland. That sounds like a horrific place, and I absolutely believe it will strengthen the the very spine of every employee that touches it. I love it. So how do you think they, they get out of there? Like, what is the, or we just leave that up to them? I believe that if they are to understand customer service, they must understand customers. And this, they must learn that when there is an issue of this magnitude, there is only one spell that may be cast. Summon manager. Gotcha. Okay. And when they, they, they summon manager, a personage, a sort of genie, will appear mm-hmm. that will allow not three, but one wish. Very few things are more powerful than a wish spell. So I, I love it. That's great. That's great. So I think we could probably move on to the second room, which uh, we uh, remind me again what that pillar was. That pillar is quality. Quality, yes. Okay. You know, I think it's going to be this small, uh, uh, not a small room, but a, a, a room that relatively simple, not a lot going on in here. And um, there is going to be a psychic gelatinous cube in there. That is a I, psychic gelatinous cube. First of all, love it. Love it. That is inspired. And if that had fallen out of the lips of Royals Senior, that I would not have been shocked. But I want you to tell me more. I think suspended inside the gelatinous cube is one of the pieces of the scissors. And the only way it's going to give it up is if they are able to grant this cube's wish and sparing no expense and allowing him or it to become a gelatinous sphere. I love it. That makes so much sense. Because when you think about being a cube and your life is all corners and angles, what a confining experience when you're just living in a box with no things to chew on. It is a horrifying existence. And all you want is for something or one to fall through a portal and you can chew on them then. And so what this cube probably wants, what this cube surely wants, is just a person to sit on a stool for a minute in their room and to chew on them. So what I think we want the employees to do, there will be a a row of stools nearby, and they will sit on those, if they choose to sit, oh, God, to chew on you. To shoot, to fuck, to, 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 all right, so we'll roll of stools. Well, well, I think, I think we can let the employees figure out how best to make it into a gelatinous sphere. You know, um, we don't need to we give them. we should provide the method and the stools are the method, I think. Well, you, I, you know, I think we want to encourage the ingenuity of our employees, right? Because, you know, we don't want to just give them the answer. You know, we want them to try to work together and, and figure that out. I think that's part of the reason that the room is so austere. Is that is that different than how you would do it? I, your methods are different, but they are surely, uh, surely improved decision making, guided by what only could be the gracious hand of uh, Travis Royals Junior, who must be a visionary leader and who has never made a mistake in his life since I knew him. 
where he made all the mistakes that you would make in the normal lifespan of a human being. Orc. And orc. What I I think uh, the that the last room would be representative of the passion for beauty, which I feel like goes all the way back to Travis Royal Sr. How do you imagine that last room? Oh, everything. Everything in that room reflects the vision of the most perfect person I have ever met, Royal Sr. This description you've given of Travis Royals Jr makes me believe that he physically reflects the perfection embodied by his father. And so you, in turn, must understand what that first room must look like. It is a perfect environment. Imagine an angel creating a diamond that then shatters into a thousand pieces and then recoalesces into a room that encapsulates the idea of what a hairstyle should look like. I know it will be expensive, but royals and royals in my tenure had an vast amount of money. Oh, it's it's certainly not that big of a deal. We'll just open a port of limbo and just kind of, you know, bring a, bit, a little slice of that in there and have some mages on standby, this kind of generating that and forming that into that. So that's really, you know, that kind of thing's not that big of a deal. We are creating beauty, creating quality dungeons that are built to standards not set by God. We build dungeons to standards that could never be set. And so in this room, you are required to accomplish a task to a standard that is literally impossible. And if you do not do the impossible in this room, then you are cast directly leftward into a wall that is an eviscerating spinning wheel of blades and teeth, and you are consumed and sent to the fourth level of hell, which is resigned to those who deal with HR complaints. But if you could do the impossible, you get the last piece of the scissors, and then you can go get the haircut, right? And then possibly a raise or promotion, but probably not. Okay. Uh, yeah, that uh, you know, I you know, th- I, this was really great. I really felt like we were jiving there, and you know, it's a uh, a little bit different ideas. But honestly, I appreciated the fresh perspective. Um, Surrey in of the hills. You know what I've been doing? I've been over talking you, and I apologize. But you'll have uh, to understand, certain. it has been se- seventeen to twenty years, depending on the scratches on the floor that I made, since I last ate a person. Uh, talk, talk to a person. At all. And so you've been so kind, so delicious smelling that I must tell you, this has been a joy the whole time. It has. Um, hold on one second. I'm, uh, I'm going to go um, use the little sir's room. Uh, I'll be right back. Sure. It's that corner and nothing ever goes away. So just, in, you know, just be mod- all things in moderation. 
the other way. I, I you know, I've got to. I, I mean, I've literally looked at all of these walls and nothing else for all for seventy to twenty years. So if you don't mind, I will just watch. Uh, um. Okay. Wow. Now those were some bad ideas. If you'd like the boys to take a shot at designing your dungeon, free of charge, send a raven to wellmet at crappycastles.com. We prefer letters that give us enough, but not too much. We'll let you decide what that means. If you want more of the adventures ad-libbed on this show, head to patreon.com forward slash crappycastles. Any silver you can spare is much appreciated. Original music, audio editing, and bardic inspiration provided by Adron. Find her at adronmusic.com. Our theme song is Piss Fader by Tobacco. That's P-I-S-S Fader by the one and only Tobacco. As always, Ian was played by Ian, Travis was played by Travis, and you don't get to know who I am. Till next time, keep it crappy.